Welcome to Uncorked, where we bring you the latest trends, headline news, and tricks to dominate the market all while sipping fine wine. Last episode, Hennish and I talked about creating a stream of income through building ADUs. And by the end of this episode, I'm going to make sure that we all know how to become who we want to be. This show is brought to you by One Hope Winery in Napa Valley, the winery where every bottle gives back. To schedule your private tasting, visit uncorkedshow.com. Welcome to Uncorked. This is episode seven. I'm your host, Risha Garnada. And today I am super excited about the topic that we are going to uncover. Uh, so yesterday I was listening to some podcasts, as I always do, which you guys know. And one of my favorite ones is Gary V. And he harped on for a solid episode about how important brand is. Um, why is this so exciting to me? Because I feel like nobody really listens to that, uh, I guess, good word, that advice. And so this episode, I really want to dive into that latest trend, the latest trend of actual branding. So yes, content matters. Yes, marketing matters. But the um, one thing that we're going to be looking to in the future is how important brand is. And I just feel like since Gary Vee talked about it, now I'm able to talk about it because now it's uh, like, you know, it's headline news. People actually have to do it now. Um, they're actually going to be aware of it. Uh, today, I brought us, and when I say us, I mean me, um, a special treat. So Saddleback. Saddleback is one of my favorite uh, Cabernets. It's actually one of the first that I had where it was like one of those splurging wines. Um, when you first, uh, I guess, start drinking wine and you kind of look at the different prices and stuff. Uh, as I recall, I think it was $18 for a glass of this, and it was a giant splurge, but the place I was drinking it at said, you know, you have to try it, and they described it to me, and it was vanilla and oaky and fruit forward, and it just sounded delicious. Uh, that was a 2012 a Saddleback from the Oakville region. So this is actually a 2014. It's just as delicious, um, and it is a very full, full cab, and it's very smooth. And so yes, there's tannins. Yes, it does have that drier um, feel, but it's a very smooth fruit forward wine. And so I happen to love it. It ranges around the $65 price range. I found it for 44. Um, and so you're gonna you know, expect to spend about that much on there, but it is an excellent gift and it is super yummy. So cheers, I'll get on with it. Mm. Okay, so branding, branding, basically, the first thing that you have to ask yourself about branding when you're wanting to create your brand is who do you want to be? Now, I was just talking to my producer about this because this actual topic, when you say, who do you want to be? Um, it sounds pretty, like it sounds like an easy question to answer. You know, who do you want to be? Um, when you are a realtor, let's just say for instance, and you want to be a luxury realtor, you really have to ask yourself that question. Like, do I want to sell to people do, do I want to represent homes that are two million and up? Do I want to be a luxury realtor and what does that look like? And this is step one um, with creating your brand story and so that you're able to communicate um, what it is that makes you different and why you are a good fit for that client. This is going to apply with personal brands. It applies to giant brands like Apple and Starbucks, right? Um, so we see this all across the board. Um, if you are a cafe, let's say, that you want to attract um, a more modern, 
feel, like um, more modern clients. Um, you want people in there maybe working on um, their business from your cafe. Then you're going to have to attract um, the type of people that would want to work at that cafe. Uh, that means that your Wi-Fi signal is going to have to be really high. That means that um, you're going to have to have the right layout of furniture for people to want to hang out in your cafe. Uh, your decor is going to be more leaning probably towards um, that demographic, uh, that age group. And you're going to have trendy drinks and yummy, healthy snacks for those people. So if that kind of gives you an idea, um, just one little story about one cafe of how you can accomplish that. Um, everything that you do has to represent uh, what your client is looking for. You really have to communicate that with your brand. Um, and like I said, this can be done with literally anything. Um, I want you to think about, uh, I know it sounds like a silly, I don't know, representation, but Q-tips, for instance. Uh, you don't just say like, hey, I need a, I don't know, are they called like cotton swabs? I don't even know what they're called. Um, but there are generic brand um, ear swabs, cotton swabs, right? But everybody says like, oh, I need a Q-tip. I need a Q-tip for whatever, for taking off my mascara. I need a Q-tip for my ears. Um, so that brand is so well known that they've actually replaced the product name because that brand is so well known. Um, another example that I will that I will give you is um, VIX, VIX Vapo, Vapo Rub. Say so again, I don't even know what these things are called, but VIX has replaced the actual product name. So when you have a cold, you say, hey honey, go get me some VIX. Um, you don't say like you want that mentholatum rub stuff. You just go straight to the brand name. And so those are very well established brands and they've been around a while. So then you're saying to yourself, okay, well those have been around a while and they really set um, they've had times to establish their brand, yes, but let's bring up a newer one, Starbucks. Do you say, hey, I, I really need a coffee, or do you say, hey, um, I really need a Starbucks? Uh, we find ourselves like calling our friends saying, hey, I'm going to go pick up Starbucks, not coffee. Hey, I'm going to pick up Starbucks. Do you want anything? It's like we all know what just the word Starbucks means. It means you know, a frappuccino, a specialty drink, a pumpkin spice latte, whatever, or it could even mean food now because that's where they're going with their brand, they're providing really yummy treats. Um, I live off of those egg white bites, they're fantastic. And so they've just done a really good job of creating that brand, which you guys know. Um, they're very consistent. So all three of these brands that I've mentioned have been very, um, very consistent with what they offer their clients. Um, so brand, the reason why I'm talking so much about brand too is because it's the one thing that can't be stolen. Um, it is the one thing, your story, your brand story cannot be stolen. So a name that can, you know, someone can steal your name, um, but your actual story and what makes you unique, that can't be taken. So let's look at that Gary Vee. I mean, no one's going to steal like his name, Gary Vee. It's so established now. But when you look at what he's into, he's into wine, he's into sneakers, he's into the Jets, um, he's into garage sales. So that is his story. That's what makes him unique and special. Um, no one can steal that from him. But if he had like a generic name, a brand name, and it wasn't his name, you can see where that gets a little more difficult. And so uh, I know when I opened my real estate brokerage, it was called Versant Realty. And I was so proud of that name. Like I... I put so much weight on the name. It meant savvy, current, in the know, at home with. And it just sounded perfect for a real estate company. And um, poured a lot into branding that name. But what I didn't realize is 
I also poured a lot into the brand story without even knowing it because I actually wasn't a brand expert when I opened up my real estate company. And so when I actually had the name taken away from me, I was told I couldn't use it anymore. I shut down my brokerage. Um, it was a super sad time in my life. But what I learned um, was that no one cared about the name. Uh, they actually, they all knew that I opened up a real estate brokerage, like all of my friends and family and past clients and even colleagues, they know, oh yeah, you opened up that real estate company and that was a really cool, that was a really cool company. It was, you know, they would start describing what it was like, um, but no one knows the name really. It's not that big of a deal. And so um, I just want to push past that actual name. I know we spoke a lot about like case Starbucks, Q-Tips and VIX. They have a name, Right. Uh, but they created it with their story, with their consistency, with their brand. And so if you just heard Starbucks like out of nowhere, you wouldn't automatically think coffee. If you heard Apple out of nowhere, you're not going to automatically think of, you know, computers and all of their um, innovation. You're, you only think of that because of the brand story that they've created for themselves. Um, Saddleback sounds like a su super weird name for a wine company, but they've done great, you know? So um, it's not to be so obsessed with the name. It's all about what that name represents. And so you really have to create that clear brand story. Um, and there is a right way to do that. Um, there's also a wrong way to do that. I see a lot of companies that, um, that make themselves maybe the hero. And when you are able to actually put the client at the forefront, you're going to find a different level of success because your client is the one that is um, the one that you're creating the solution for. So the brand really focus on uh, making the brand about your client and less about you. All right, so how can you show your clients um, that they want what you want to sell them? I know that's like a super clunky statement, but really, I mean, it really starts with awareness. Um, they have to know, uh, you have to know what it is your client's looking for. So I have a little bit of an exercise for you. Um, this is something that I love to do. I love to do this with wine. I love to do this with commercials. I love to do this with um, places that I visit, like uh, hotels or um, even restaurants. Um, start to look at places that you love and start to evaluate them. So let me back up a little bit. What I want you guys to do is try to examine other companies so that you can look at your company and see how you want to change or shift a little bit of your brand. Um, so it's really training your mind to be hypercritical of branding uh, from, from your own perspective on the things that you love. And so if you were to look at something that you love, like a product that you love, why do you love the product? Um, what are some things that you don't like about it? And what was it that attracted you to that product? And so was it a Facebook ad? So that would be marketing, right? Or was it actually their brand? You like their brand uh, or you like the look of a label? If you like a label, sometimes people pick wine bottles, believe it or not. They pick out a wine based on the label. So if you have a super beautiful label, they will grab your wine and not know what the actual contents are in it. Um, and they'll just, you know, they could pay 35 bucks for a pretty bottle but not know what the wine tastes like. And so what was it about their brand that attracted you to them or attracted, yeah, attracted you to them. And um, do they have a brand story? Like, do you see a clear story with their brand? Um, sometimes we, we like a product 
not their brand. And so I can, I'm not going to do any brand shaming here at all. I won't do that. But I will say there are plenty of things that I actually do like the product that someone has introduced to me. Um, even wine, uh, my friend will know we have an inside joke about visiting a, um, a port place and uh, how bad the brand is and how we got in this whole conversation and the owner heard us. And anyway, I'm not trying to do that. But Sometimes you like the product and you love the experience, but the brand is confusing because it's so not something that would draw you in. And if you have a really strong product, and um, again, the, the product is subjective, right? Some people love it, some people don't, then, uh, then you might be safe for a while. But the way that marketing is going, uh, you're really going to need that strong brand. Um, you're really going to need someone to say, you know, this is taken right out of Gary Vee. Sorry, Gary Vee. Um, but Alexa, order me a pizza right? They're going to they're gonna send you whatever pizza is first on the list for whatever reason, whether it's Google search, whether it's a relationship with Alexa um, that that pizza company has. But if they say, um, order me Little Caesars because that brand is so, they know exactly what they're getting. They're getting a $5 pizza and $1 breadsticks from Little Caesars. Uh, that's going to help their brand. Do you see what I mean? That's going to help them survive when we turn into this more auditorial world. Um, so, you're examining your brand, then I want you to turn and face your brand. So regardless, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you're a CPA, a realtor, um, I don't know, a, hot a hotel owner, a restaurant, whatever it is. Um, I want you to turn to turn eyes on your product and look, look at it and ask yourself, um, who, do I, who do I want this product to be? Like, who do I want to communicate I am with my product? And then who do I want to attract to my product or my service? And then how will I know that I'm successful? I think, I think that question right there of how will I know if I'm successful is going to really help you set, um, you know, it, it, like benchmarks for your business. And, and that's really a key element that we miss. And so really ask yourself um, those questions and make sure that you have a clear direction. Um, so... I'm gonna take a sip of wine really quick. Sorry, excuse me. And I talk really fast, so there it is. <laughs> okay, so I have some, um, a little bit of Q&A. So I have some friends that love them. I, I, I jump on calls with friends all the time and talk about branding. It's my favorite topic. They know that I just, I'm, I'm always here for that. Um, so there's, a, there's some key questions that I get asked, and I, and I want to take a minute to answer them. Um, so first question is, what do successful brands have in common? And so what I've been seeing is convenience. So convenience is never going to go away. Um, if something is, is convenient, that's why Amazon did so well, right, um, or does so well. Uh, consistency. So if you are consistent, like don't give up, be patient, keep going. Um, and keep offering, I mean, be very clear on your brand story and stay in that lane. And then your clear clientele. So really, we've got like four C's there. That's a tongue twister. But um, clear clientele. So you really need to get clear on who that client is. And you might attract some other people that you weren't trying to um, just because your product is so great. But really get clear on who that is and who the client is that you're attracting. Okay. Um, how do I figure out what my client wants? Uh, yeah, so so many people get stuck on that. They go, uh, I know, I know my client. I've identified them. Um, I know how to market to them, but I don't really know what they want. 
And so that's where you really have to do some market research. That's really where you have to study your client's belief system and, um, and, and their shopping behaviors, their shopping habits, uh, really put yourself in their shoes and just think about the experience that you are providing to them. All right, um, what social media platforms do I need to be on? Okay, so for brand, I'm gonna say all of them, and I've actually just recently done this. So if you are not following me on TikTok, which I don't even know what the hell that means, sorry, um, or I'm, I'm on Twitter now and I have people like responding and I'm like, okay, what do I do with this? Because I'm new to it, so I'm there too with you guys. Um, and you know, Twitter's old school, right? But um, I'm on Twitter, I'm on TikTok, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, Facebook, of course, Instagram, of course, that's the easiest answer. I'm, yeah, I, th I think I think that covers them all. But um, for brand, get on all of those because it doesn't hurt. You want to distribute as much content to all of those platforms as possible. And then for marketing, I would say um, I would spend the most money where the demographic is and really be open-minded about that. So um, if you're selling something on um where it's a younger demographic, then obviously TikTok would be a fun place to build your brand. Um, and then Instagram too has a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, age demographic too for, for, for real estate. So you see a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm only gonna, I'm only gonna advertise on Instagram, but you know, I'm seeing TikTok kind of take off as well. So, um, and then my last thought is it's super important to really, um, to really take control of your success. So someone can build your brand, you can create a brand story, and you can take off, you, you can have the most beautiful logo, and you can have everything that you need to succeed. But you are the one that's responsible to put the energy behind it, and to actually be the driving force of your brand. And so um, you are the face of the company, more than likely, if you are looking at your brand and making some changes to it. Um, and so really take control over that, take control over your, um, your branding on social media, even if it's not even something that's like first language to you, even if it's a foreign, a foreign topic to you. If social media is difficult, learn it. Um, and then that way you know how to hire the right help to help you. Um, so I'm going to close on that note. That is a lot of information. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to tune in next week. And remember, if you're not subscribed yet, subscribe, hit the subscribe button um, so I can continue to get this value in front of you. And then reviews, they always help us out. And of course, I love your shares. Cheers. If you want to dive deeper into anything we talked about, go to uncorkshow.com and connect with us today.